connecting, growing, and gaining opportunities together. Welcome to the Travel Hub Podcast. All right. So today we are talking with Michael Tate, the Director of Purchasing and Procurement for Four Winds Casino and Darren Dickerson with the CSM Cost Solutions. There's a lot going on in today's market with the food service industry, supply chain issues, staffing, restrictions, etc. So we thought it would be beneficial for our listeners to speak with two parties who are directly involved with working through all the challenges that the past year has brought upon the restaurant industry. So welcome, Michael and Darren. Thank you for joining us on the podcast. Thank you. Now, before we get started into our conversation, I just want to get a little background for our listeners on both of you. So, Michael, if you wouldn't mind starting and just tell our listeners a little bit about, um, you know, yourself and your role in the Four Winds Casinos, Kagan Band of Potawatomi, the type of facility that you have, just to kind of give our listeners a little background on your facility. Um, Okay, yeah. So, I am the Director of Purchasing here at Four Winds. Uh, This is my going on my sixth year. Uh, what we manage a, a team of nine of us uh, we manage four properties with anything and everything that comes out with also the purchasing of any uh, expansions things like that so we're always looking for more to do I guess so the tribe is the Pokagon Band of Potawatomi there's over 5,500 members that are with them and we have two larger uh, size casinos four winds new buffalo and south bend and south bend's an expansion for a 320 room hotel so we, we're doing that on top of everything else that's going on 2200 slots in new buffalo and about 1400 in south bend and we have two satellite properties in harford michigan and dwajak michigan and they're both around 400 slot machines and one food venue. So that's a little bit about four wins in the tribe. We're definitely we're definitely humming, but very fortunate that throughout the labor shortage and logistics sides of everything, we're fully staffed, and we've been fully staffed for about three to four months right now. So that that's a very big positive for us and getting people trained up. So it helps with what we got going on. Oh yeah. That is absolutely fabulous. Um, to hear that that's just, you know, in, in Michigan, I know, and just throughout the country, you don't hear that very often. So that's, that's great. That's fabulous. All right. Now, uh, Darren, let's move on to you. Can you give our listeners just maybe an overview of CSM so they kind of understand a little bit about your industry and your solutions that you provide? Yeah, that sounds great. So, yeah, my name is Darren Dickerson, and I'm the Associate Director of Culinary for CSM Cost Solutions. CSM Cost Solutions is a group purchasing organization, and for those that know what group purchasing organizations are, bottom line is we go out to the manufacturers and make agreements based on our buying power with about 600 different manufacturers, have about 10,000 different agreements on 100,000 different items. So basically what that means is regardless of your size and whether you're buying one case or 100 cases a month, your prices are going to be reduced off invoice. And then there's also a rebate portion tied to that too. And we manage all the pieces of that. So that piece is kind of like any other group purchasing organization, but where CSM Cost Solutions kind of you know sets itself apart really is is the culinary services team, and you know basically what that is is you know we're the boots on the ground and we come in and work directly with uh, the members of CSM Cost Solutions, you know, for any kind of culinary needs or operational needs, whether that's you know looking at 
potential different food items that might be of cost savings or higher quality. We also um, will also do stuff like menu development, you know, help with inventory management. We'll come in and do training for staff. We've got a whole variety of things that we do, and it's basically different for every customer because, you know, every customer's got a little bit different needs. So we get to know the operations team, you know, come in and help them in any way that they need help. Then we also, you know, in addition to, you know, so all GPOs have the price on ketchup or the price on chicken tenders or whatever. We have the services, but then we also have a whole almost a you know 100 plus non-foods programs for the casino world also and that's you know can be everything from equipment and supplies to uniforms to linens to you know direct tv and public locations to um, car giveaways loyalty cards basically everything that can be imagined in the in the casino world we also have non-foods programs for it so if you're looking for new carpet for your casino you know we have a we have a solution for that too so it it goes way beyond just the um, just the food part of things. Yeah, that's that's great. That's really interesting. You know, it's it's neat to find a, a partner who can not only help with one you know vertical, but can also go into another if it's you know if it's needed. So that's very great. Thank you for the for the overview of that. Now, this past year has been absolutely nuts. Uh, one thing I've noticed is that you know doing this podcast, we've done we've done quite a few where, and I've I've really noticed that with when tribes and casinos have a good, open, strong relationship with vendors and their solution providers, they're really able to navigate, you know, the different this past year better than those who haven't. Um, That said, Michael, can you talk us through a bit of, I know what your biggest challenges have been the past year and how you've been able to overcome them, specifically speaking from the purchasing side? Yeah, it's been very interesting in regards to the supply chain, and and we have a sole source uh, uh, vendor for our purchasing of food, and and this is the first time that we've really had to veer away from that vendor to to survive it more or less, and and so we're very fortunate here to have uh, a nice size warehouse, and what we have worked with with CSM and and uh, our vendor uh, Cisco is when we see something coming, we try to we try to hit it head on. So if we have an item that we know that we're gonna we're gonna have a shortage on, uh, one would be our uh, clamshells, our nine by nine. So we reached out to CSM and Darren, and Darren was able to hook us up with a vendor, and 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 we were able to grow that relationship with them, and end up buying a large surplus of those items because we didn't know when it was gonna clean up on our, our, our Cisco side. So that was kind of just happened organically and, and, and it's evolved since then. And we have a, a list of vendors. So once we know that uh, Cisco is having a shortage on XYZ, we, we put out the word and, and see what we can do with our vendors that we've trusted throughout this pandemic. How did you navigate through staffing woes, I guess? I know you said it in the earlier in the podcast that you were fully staffed now. How long did it take you to get reached back up to there, you know, with regards to back of house and front of house? Because I know, you know, that could be sometimes be two separate challenges. Well, from a purchasing standpoint, we were running all four properties with four of us in the purchasing side. So that was that could be challenging. So we were very fortunate to be able to work from home. With that being said, we just developed a schedule just uh, where someone's in for the the orders coming in and, and scanning over for us. But we've definitely had to change our thoughts and our thinking of what we've always done. 
And that's what I've seen from from just this this whole situation with the, the COVID crisis is the ones that have survived from any business standpoint, especially food and beverages, they changed and they changed quickly to the demands of how to navigate through this. And so the ones that were successful definitely opened their eyes to anything and everything. And that's that's that was one of the biggest uh, hurdles that we had in purchasing was 14 years old here in New Buffalo. And we've had the standards and that's why our food standards, our restaurants are so received well by our guests. And we had the first time ever have to change spec and go, it's either you go with this or we go without. Took a while to get everybody on board, but as soon as we got there, we've actually, as a positive, have found new items back to that clamshell. We're going to switch to it now. It was a totally different one than uh, what we were currently using. It's actually better, and it's green, and that's that's what we were trying to do is be a green company moving forward. And that this just kind of put, uh, pushed us over to uh, making those calls that we probably wouldn't have made a couple of years ago. Yeah, that is so great. You're totally right. If, if there was a business that was not adaptable to the situation, they were definitely going to be struggling more so than they, they would have if they uh, would have adopted. So now tell us a little about, about when you started to work with CSM and what prompted you in the very beginning to partner with Darren. So when I first got in this position, uh, the person I was taking over for was training and whatnot, and, and CSM came up, and it was, well, you know, they're just there. <laughs> so that was kinda, they're, they're, they work with Cisco, and we've had a tasting and, and a cutting, and, and they save us some money every once in a while. And then it was between uh, Darren and Steve, also from CSM, that that talked to us and said, hey, we'd like to have a talk with you. And then just kind of just through meetings and seeing what was out there and, and then presenting, it, it just kind of developed that way. And, and five years later, like, I mean, we had a, a conversation yesterday in regards to talking about our employee dining room and, and how we could develop a program in there to be more cost effective, design the menus uh, a little tighter and design it kind of like a like a college campus uh, food program. So it, it's just those kind of, it started out as low hanging fruit and then it's developed into let's really dig into something here and, and, and get the data here and, and possibly have a presentation to, to give to the casino and the food and uh, beverage department. We support 14 restaurants, floor between the four properties, five bars, and four EDRs is what we call them throughout the four properties. Have you always worked with Darren or have you worked with others within the CSM? It started out with Steve and then it, uh, Darren came in about three or four years ago. Is that correct, Darren? Yep. About three years ago is when I started with CSM. And yeah, I think one of my one of my early trips when I was started with CSM was out to the, the Four Winds Casino and we've made regular trips even through COVID ever since then. I love that you travel there too. I think it's really important when you have such a, a big partner like you guys to be on property and 
to actually see how things, you know, are going. And that's part of your um, structure with CSM. Isn't that right, Darren? Yeah, it is. It really is. We we really try and we try and get to know the the properties that we're involved with. And like I had said earlier, everybody's facing different challenges depending on their their operation and their situation. And you know, we we try and fill the gaps. You know, whether that's in the operational side and the culinary side. You know, if they're missing the the ability to get some some on hands training done or some you know just another set of fresh eyes to look at a look at a situation and try and develop a, a solution for it you know that's kind of kind of where we feel our strong point is tell me a little bit about about some of that um, additional training that you do with you know the chefs and the operations team to identify different things that may be worth looking at I know you said you were you're there on site right now to do a cutting um, explain to me kind of what those are and then you know what the benefits are f- uh, for four wins and for their team in the cuttings the cuttings are kind of the fun part um, you know of the the job we get to get into the kitchen where we see all the operations we're working side by side with the chefs but it really starts quite a bit before that in working with you know both Cisco and you know Michael and his team trying to look at the analytics we'll look at all the products that are out there all the things that we um, potentially have contracts on and also what their purchasing history is and through that process and running the analytics on it we'll identify potential cost savings or quality you know options to increase quality or save money or both. And so we'll go back and forth and look at those, you know, those matches and basically come together with a list. And I think we had a list of, you know, 16 or 18 different items that could potentially save, I think the the dollar figure was about, you know, $110,000 if they switched all of these items to the items that we were suggesting. And so what we do is we come in and we take the product that they're currently using and the product that we're suggesting and, you know, and, and cook them side by side with each other you know, the same cooking times, the same cooking procedures so that they're, you know, they're just a like for like item. And then we'll have the chefs and, you know, the operations team from Four Winds come through and try them side by side. And, you know, the ones that we did here were, you know, sometimes they're, you know, they're, we show what the cost savings are and sometimes we do them completely blind like we did yesterday. And basically what we did is we had them try each item and then vote on which item they thought was the best. And they didn't know which one was the one that they were currently using and which one was the one that we were suggesting. And through that process, you know, so it's completely unbiased through that process. Process, we identified out of, you know, out of the 16 items, I think we identified seven or eight items that they are going to switch to because they not only had a better quality, but also ultimately a, a cost savings. And so the, the annual value by switching to those items is about $72,000 in, in savings. And, you know, really the, the other way of looking at that, the other thing that we'd like to point out with the, with the struggles in the labor market today is, you know, that $72,000 basically could also equate to about 30 people receiving a dollar an hour raise. So, you know, those those cost savings can be shifted to other parts of the operation to help in in other ways that they're struggling. So then we go go through and we do a recap and walk through all the things that we had and you know point out, okay, well you chose the item that we suggested. You know, there's going to be a cost savings of this much, you know, with those with this item and you know, and talk through it. And the ones that aren't selected, we talk about those too so that we can go back to the manufacturers and and tell them why those items weren't selected so we can potentially you know come up with better matches or better you know better options to bring back the next quarter when we're we're in town doing another cutting 
That's so cool. Michael, does your team just love that? I feel like if I was there, I'd want to come down and taste test everything. <laughs> oh, absolutely. It's a good time to get out of the office and just kind of experience what we're working on. And, and it's hard work, uh, what Darren's doing and his team and, and, and our side. And, and so it's nice to be able to get out there, look, feel, be a part of the process a little bit just to help out. So absolutely, the, the team definitely loves it. So what prompts something like that? Is it something you do on an annual basis, quarterly? You know, is it when you get a new product in? No, from from our end, it's on a on a basically a monthly basis. We look at we get reporting on all of our customers, and um, and so our our analytics team kind of watches that on a regular basis. And then you know, with Four Winds, for example, we we have our business review later today in Michael's office. By the time we leave there, we'll have set another date you know, three months out so that we are basically, you know, always working towards the next business review and reviewing what projects we have, you know, what irons we have in the fire, what products we might be looking at next time. And so we just, it's just kind of a rolling thing. And every quarter we get together, we, we talk about it. Not every single time is there a cutting, um, but if there's, if there's products to look at and, and stuff like that, we, we will do a cutting, but we always, you know, on a quarterly basis, we always do the business review because I, I feel like that's another piece with CS. SM that is a little different than a lot of GPOs. You know, even like Michael said, when when he first kind of got started with CSM, we were just kind of there. Now we're 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 more active and and run those run those analytics, but then we also quantify the stuff that we that we do along the way. So you know, each quarterly business review, we look back and say, okay, over the last quarter, here's what your purchases were, here's what the savings because of the contracts that you're utilizing were, you know, here's what your rebates were. So basically the value of being partnered with CSM for the last three months is this. But then we break that down to each of the non-food programs that, you know, that Michael takes advantage of or that any of our customers take advantage of. So whether that's supplies or equipment or uniforms or whatever, we'll look at each one of those partners individually and say, this is what you spent. This is what you would have spent if you were purchasing with street pricing. Here's the overall value of each of the partnerships that you've developed through CSM. Now, back in 2021, January, I guess, of this year, Michael, you reached out to Darren and his team because you're having some struggles with your commissionary operations. Can you speak to what, you know, what struggles those were and how CSM helped solve that issue? Well, it goes back to what we were talking about earlier with the supply chain and being able to just buy large purchases. And we were very fortunate to do that. So we started a commissary probably the year before probably 2019, and we were developing it, uh, but we were having some challenges with PAR system in there and how we wreck the um, the items out, What like what's the smallest unit of measure, things like that. We were short staff like we were talking about, and, and I just reached out and just said, hey, is there anything you can do? And, and Darren, without hesitation, Darren and Jen came and worked for a week and helped us out, figured some things out. And it's just kept growing off of that initial meeting that we had off the PARs and whatnot, and we can speak upon it a lot better. And that was from our South Bend property, which was a smaller scale, but it rolled into what we did there. It rolled into uh, New Buffalo and our, our major warehouse here to be able to design a commissary on a larger scale. And that was always a goal we 
we had, but with the pandemic and whatnot and supply chain issues, it, it, it was the perfect storm for us to start pushing for that. And it's a it's definitely a work in progress every day, but it's definitely pushed the casino and the purchasing side into the right direction to manage this after this all calms down a little bit with the supply chain. What are you guys working on right now? I know that Darren, you're on site now and you did the cutting. Uh, what other programs are you working on or looking forward to maybe introducing? We'll have that nailed down here in a couple of hours, what what our checklist is for the next time. But <laughs> there's a lot of pieces in the air right now. We're looking at a lot of uh, equipment options, you know, looking at you know, rationalizing um, equipment purchases, you know, whether that's from smallwares like tongs and pans and stuff like that. We're seeing what options are out there and if there's you know stronger partnerships available we, we've also got some irons in the fire with you know some cleaning services that are you know, basically provide people to take care of some of the cleaning so that the four winds employees can be you know directed into different roles and different tasks and stuff like that we've got pieces going on the hotel that's being built and see you know we've got some amenities and you know hotel amenities partners that can can offer for some some savings and some solutions as far especially when it comes to new builds like that there's you know different incentives that we're we're exploring so there's all kinds of pieces you know it's it's constantly changing and you know as much as it changes each time you know Michael and I meet um, you know it's like that with every customer the needs of the one meeting are sometimes completely different than the the needs the next time that we have a meeting so you know and you know Michael's great with the follow up um, he definitely has a, a check list of of things that he'll reach out and say hey where are we at with this this and this and i'll kind of do the same thing i'm like going back and forth you know in between the meetings saying hey here's some steps that are underway have you heard anything back on these pieces so it's just that open communication back and forth between the meetings you know that really help drive what happens and the directions that we take at the next you know in-person meeting and I want to I want to bounce off of the hotel side uh, that Darren was talking about. Is we're having conversations on that is because we use two groups and they kind of sell the same items, but with the the data and the research that Darren and his side are doing, we're kind of figuring out. Hey, it actually makes sense to go to this vendor because of X Y Z. There's better rebates. The, the there could be a better con- not a contract from our side, but from their side on what kind of rebates there could be on there. So, and then that's my job on my side is once we develop that, have the data, show the department the facts and go, this makes sense to go here and then bounce back and forth because part of the, one of the hardest parts of, of purchasing is getting buy-in from the department and, and not just F and B, but from every avenue is that, you have to sell it and 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 build trust and and that's what csm has helped us do throughout my tenure here in this position so it's one of those things that i really appreciate uh, from their side is being able to to convince everybody that this is the right way to go and we can show the facts at the end of the quarter that's part of our quarterly is what have we saved by going to this and i can showcase that to the departments and with their P&Ls and with factual data, and it, it, it makes it a lot easier. I'd like to thank Darren and CSM. That's an extremely strong statement, and it's just wonderful to see a solution provider and you know a tribe working together so closely and realizing that 
each party is going to want what's best for the tribe. And that's, that's a great partnership to have. So I, I'm very thankful for you guys for coming on today and, and sharing your story. I think it's a, it's a great one. And I, I hope that this will encourage people to, you know, seek out those solution providers who really um, will work with them to provide the best that they can to benefit the tribe. So thank you both for, for sharing your story today. Now, I think we are about ready to wrap up. Is there anything else that you guys wanted to share before we uh, sign off today? I would just say that you get what you put in in regards to the any vendor, but with CSM is is that we the, we didn't have these meetings, uh, these quarterlies, we didn't have these tastings set up before. We didn't have these checklists and it's developed, Darren hit on it, it's developed as we went. But yeah, Darren will send a checklist and say, hey, you you owe me these these topics here. And that keeps it keeps us both accountable to say, okay, yep, I do, and we go through it. You're only going to get what you put in as a vendor, as a purchasing group. So you got to you got to put the time in and, and make, and you'll see the results as you do that. So just just a little words of advice uh, for anyone that's going to go this route. You definitely need to have input from the from both sides, parties to work together. So thank you so much, Michael, for sharing that. Darren, anything else you wanted to um, to discuss before we wrap up? It is great having the relationships. Once those relationships are developed, it becomes so much easier to identify the pieces where where we can provide a solution. And just like Michael said, we kind of get out what you put in. If we didn't know that Michael was constantly reviewing his list and saying, hey, where are we at with this? Or you know, where are we at with that? It'd be a, a totally different relationship. There, there are partners that we have out there that we don't have as much touch with as we do with like Four Winds Casino. That's a lot of times because they don't respond to, you know, to different things that are presented where Michael is definitely there saying, you know, hey, what can we do with this? Or, hey, where are we at with that? So it takes both sides to be super successful, like, like I feel it is at Four Winds Casino. A special thanks to CSM Cost Solutions and Four Winds Casino for taking the time to share their story with us. It was a really great testament to see what an open, trusting, and solid vendor partner relationship can do for your bottom line. You can find links to both organizations in our podcast notes. And of course, don't forget to subscribe and follow our podcast wherever you listen to never miss an episode. Connect with all of us here by searching Tribal Hub on Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, or visit our webpage at tribalhub.com. 